Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I said what you know about it. It's the stupid baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stupid baby. And the room a lot. Listening to the stew. It's my food podcast. I'm Jason Stewart. Andre Conaparo, say hello. Hello. I also do stuff on this podcast. He's also on this podcast. He is the other host. My brother's not here because he's working. I thought you had a woman host. Mm. Nikki. That's the Nikki is the host of my other podcast. That's not a food podcast. Oh, I made a mistake and listened to those podcasts. Oh. To prepare myself. You don't fuck up. It's a little less hard R than the other. I what does say. hard R mean? Mm, this one is a little more PG-13, and the other one's a little more R-rated. Oh. Unless you want to get nasty on this St. Patrick's say, Day. You can say F-words and S-words, but there's just like less... Just try to do one hour without doing any of your racist stuff. Okay, oh, Rucker? Oh, no. my God. <laughs> what the fuck? But there's, <laughs> but there's less like of, of a very like no hate speech will be tolerated on this show. Why did you go to racism though? It's just wow, like so fast. That too. was really that's really you really sped it up. Why are you suddenly so on the defense? Because that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? Nicole Nicole Rucker, say hello. Hello. You may you brought us over. Seven cookies, six cookies. Yeah. Thank you. One for every uh, foot of your height. <laughs> Boom. This Tis is a true. thoughtful number of cookies. Yeah, I'm over here trying to uh, trying to be on my health and fitness, and then you just dropped three pounds of brown butter kumquat cookies. What else you got in there? You guys saw a sprinkle? Sprinkle cookies and oatmeal cookies. I love oatmeal cookies. That's good. There mm. were only three chocolate chip cookies left, and I was like, I'll just leave those for paying customers. Ooh. Take the oatmeals. Nobody wants those. What? It's Crazy a talk. rare, specific person that wants an oatmeal cookie. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm. Please, please describe the personality. So obviously chocolate, chocolate chip is the number one cookie uh, in terms of sales? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's sprinkles might be number one, and then chocolate chip. Oatmeal cookies. I've got a beef with sprinkles. Excellent. What is your beef? Palm oil? Do you want to talk about palm oil? <laughs> I do. I mean, I, I didn't know. How long do we right have? <laughs> well, put that palm on ice for one second. A sprinkle offers no flavor. That's not true. What does a sprinkle taste like? It, it has tastes like a fat. Mm. It's fat. It's fatty tasting and sugary. It's, it tastes like a marshmallow, sort of. Like a plain marshmallow. Marshmallow. Yeah, okay. It, it does taste like a marshmallow, but if a marshmallow was a half of a millimeter. So like how much flavor is really being The cookie is rolled on? in sprinkles. There's like a there's like a two tablespoons of sprinkles. Well, like on when there. you go and you get sprinkles on sprinkles on something like 
Okay, this does have a lot of sprinkles. That's the most sprinkles I've ever seen. It's, a lot of, it's on sprinkles on the bottom, too. Yeah, do you see the bottom? Oh, my God. Bob's, okay, Bob's this is on fire. Now you're going to know what a sprinkle tastes like. This cookie is more sprinkle than cookie. Yeah. It's equal. It's about 50-50. Jesus. But, like, no, typically, like, you know, you get an ice cream with some sprinkles on top or, like, cupcake well, with sprinkles on top. It def- that's it, consolation sprinkles. That's not sprinkles as an ingredient. I have no problems disagreeing with him, but I'm kind of on his side of being underwhelmed most of the time by sprinkles. It's just sprinkles. It's just it's like sugar. It's not yeah, I do like the way they look. Okay. You They're know cute. You can taste the sprinkles now, you right? Can. Tastes like but fat and sugar. It's fine. The sprinkle to me, because it's, I, I think it's so much food coloring mm-hmm. to get that color mm-hmm. that the main flavor I'm getting off of a sprinkle is like the sort of medicinal, chemically food coloring flavor. That's just me. I'm a super taster, so I can experience things oh, that other people can't. Oh, you've decided no, you're a super nice. taster? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's, did you bring some tests for us to verify that? <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if I'm a super taster. That was a joke. But in the amounts that mm. the sprinkles are in this cookie, this is, I feel like, the first time I'm kind of tasting it's it. It's a disgusting amount of sprinkles. But also, ran- party. on the ranking of cookie ingredients in terms mm-hmm. of flavor and things that I lust after and crave... Sprinkles is not one of them. Hell no. No. But there's a nostalgia... I would say not. I wouldn't... Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I mean, if, if I can have like a, a fleur de sel and chocolate or a freshly sliced kumquat or a yeah. all the other amazing cookies, a thin mint, whatever, thin. blah, 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 sprinkles is... Sprinkles is not moving the needle for your boy. There's a comfort and a nostalgia in looking at a beautiful white cookie with sprinkles in it. It makes you feel like a kid. It makes you happy. Why does it got to be white? Okay. All right, buddy. Clearly, you want to talk about racism in food today. I'm a little excited, guys. It's the weekend. Is it because I said Patty LaBelle, St. Patty? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today is St. Patrick's Day. Slash St. Patty's Day. Patty Which LaBelle, is apparently y'all. a new holiday to celebrate Patty LaBelle. Okay. It's really increased. That's like when Pi Day. It's happening on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's about Patty LaBelle. Well, I'm more of a fan of Patty LaBelle yeah. than um, St. Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Paul Ryan ruined St. Patrick's Day for everyone yesterday. What did he do? He had a poorly pulled pint of Guinness in his hand on the podium in the place where like the government does the talking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was wearing a mint green tie, like a douchebag, and yep. was like, hey guys, happy St. Patrick's Day, but it was like a shitty pint. Mm. Did he it, throw up over no, the No, he said it's something like, really he said something like mildly stupid and sort of like racist a little bit. Mm-hmm. That sounds like yeah, that sounds like the Paul Ryan I know. Yeah. And that sounds like the St. Patrick that I know. Hmm. I Never thought St. Patrick was nice. Yeah, he got no, I mean, out of Ireland, dude. I don't mean the person, I mean the holiday. I think, I think like, my whole childhood, St. Patrick's Day was just like, oh, you wear green, it's funny. Mm-hmm. And then when you, like, are old enough to drink, then it's like, oh, now it's a time where you get wasted. It's interesting because um, St. Patrick's Day for young ladies is wear green so no one pinches your ass. Right. Or, like, pinches your boob and then it's like... Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it's chill. It's fine. It's St. Patrick's Day. I think I think this year, like maybe the last couple years, myself and my peers are starting to be like, you know what? St. Patrick's Day is just not. It's a it's a bad day. It's a bad day. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I had somebody text me today 
asking if I was going to go out. And I was like, no, this is Why the most vomitous day of the year. There's vomit everywhere. <laughs> I'm not going out. <laughs> right before I, I drove over here, um, like eight people came. And one was wearing a kilt, a grown man. He was like seven sure. feet tall. Looking for a discount probably. Wearing a kilt. Everyone's wearing green and buttons. And they got to um, Tom Bergen's at seven in the morning to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. That's, Dude. that's a level of dedication. That's a level of alcoholism. Yeah. That's, but like, we're uh, calling Ubers. It was fine. Yeah. It was responsible. But like, I feel like people, like, there's, there's, with all the, in the current political climate that we're all living in right now, yeah. St. Patrick's Day kind of seems like a, a holiday for the rest of us, not for us kind of thing. You know what I mean? What do you think's worse for Uber drivers or Lyft drivers? New Year's? Or St. Patrick's Day or Halloween? Oh, I think it's probably St. New, pa- New, Year's. New Year's. You think? New Year's. Mm. New Year's. I don't know. This is a tough one. It's a, it's a tough one, right? Like in terms of vomit. I think more people celebrate New Year's than celebrate that's St. An, Patrick's well, that's Day. Next, mm-hmm. Just by sheer numbers, you're and probably ha- absolutely and right. And Halloween is. <clears throat> is that about drinking? I don't really know. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But the, I, I think I think New Year's because New Year's, <laughs> you have the highest probability this is a food podcast you have the highest probability of making the most money out of any night of the year on new year's eve the surge pricing is going to be through the roof you're going to be working all day all night well into the morning eight in the morning you could still be working but then if one person vomits in that car you're out of you're out of the race for the day you got to go home and clean it up and you can no longer make money if you have puke all over your car but that's why they have on new year's eve the um seat protectors also you get hit with an automatic 200 bucks if you throw open oh over. that's cool yeah it's instantly <clears throat> yeah that's cool i mean it's a nice consolation but like if you're really working hard on new year's eve you could make you know m- you more than wasted 200 bucks and needed a ride on new year's eve would you care that it smelled like someone else's vomit no so but by preference you would prefer it not to smell like someone else's vomit, but I've been in cars that smelled like vomit on like a Tuesday in January. <laughs> That's not New Year's Eve. Sure. It's just a random day. So what you're saying is you're chill with vomit. Mm. Not just chill, sort of into it. Yeah, seems <laughs> like you prefer it. <laughs> I get it. It's I fine. have two French bulldogs and they throw <gasps> up constantly. Like vomit is just a part of life. It's almost like they have babies, but I don't. <laughs> but yeah, they throw up for fun. At so you this have point. two bulimic Frenchies. I think that the whole breed is semi bulimic. <laughs> it's not. I mean, not, the English bulldogs, they let themselves go. The Frenchies, they keep it a little more trim. How do they get there? We, I think we <laughs> all know. They do have really skinny waist. I never thought about it like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure English bulldogs throw up also. It has like, to do with their flat faces. Yeah. <laughs> they just have a lot more to lose. It's harder. It's an uphill battle. And also, they can't run or walk because their legs are so short. <laughs> have they ever thrown up in an Uber and been charged $200 is the uh, question. That one of them uh, crapped all over the table. <gasps> At the vet's office when he got scared and peed. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's happened. Um, Sure. uh, Peed in the car on the way into the vet's office. Oh, in traffic, took a shit in my trunk. Ooh. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm basically an Uber driver. And actually, I drive a Prius. So sometimes I get mistaken for an Uber driver. Yes. Almost every week. Once a week, someone tries to get in my car. 
<laughs> not kidding. Or they wave at me like really angrily. Like, I'm here. I'm here. This is me. It's me. See? Like, I mean, wave their you, phone have a, at me. you have a Prius, Andre. Yeah. Has anyone ever tried to get in your car? Not once. That's so strange. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't drive that often. though. That makes Ma- me feel really unsafe. When random men try to get in your car, yeah. that doesn't make you feel safe. Um, but mine's like a silver Prius. Mm-hmm. It's it's large. It's the V, so it has like cargo space. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have the pink mustache on the dashboard, so that could be a problem. Mm. Yeah, but you had no. it before Lyft was using it, so you don't want to give it up. Um, it looks cool. I just don't understand why people don't try and get in your car. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a vibe I'm giving off that nobody wants. They're just hoping I'm not their Uber driver. Because you have a beard? Oh, yeah. I think you're why a terrorist. The beard? Why the beard? I know why. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. You know, some ladies like a beard. My husband has a beard. I like beards. Fun fact, I haven't seen my husband's upper lip in 11 years. Wow. I yeah, that's the problem because I have a beard. <laughs> Is that a problem? No, I have a beard. I've seen his lower face. I just he hasn't ever shaved his must. He hasn't shaved his mustache in like yeah, like 10 years. I don't think I have either. And I learned that because when I don't have a mustache, mm-hmm. like the beard, not that big of a deal, but the mustache specifically, if that's gone, I I I look like a completely different person to me. Yeah. It makes me it makes me look weak. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's weird. Like the mustache completes me as a man. You're like Samson but with a mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With without it, I'm crippled. Like like kryptonite. <laughs> crippled. Kryptonite. Crippled kryptonite. Is like, it, is like kryptonite cookies? Is there a coincidence? I bring it back. <laughs> is that are we we are talking about food? At some point. Okay. Do you uh, do you listen to any other food podcasts, Rucker? I do. I was listening to one on the way over here. Which one? Splendid Table, mm. Lynn Spiretto Casper. Although on her way out, now it's going to be Francis Lamb. Doesn't have the same vibe to me. Kind of mad about it. Wait, who's Francis Lamb? I've, I've he heard worked, that name. He's a writer. No, he was Sev- Savoir Magazine. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say that word? Everybody kind of debates it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, I think the people that work there debate it as well. I've never heard him pronounce it, so I'm right. just going to hold out for that. Uh, yeah, he's taking over. Lynn's retiring. Mm-hmm. Lynn has Big a great shoes voice. To fill. Big shoes. Also, warm shoes. <laughs> She's a warm lady. She's very nice. Uh, he feels kind of cold. Yeah, he's. it's very interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. How warm do you think we are in terms of... People who do a food podcast. Um, when I close my eyes and listen to your voice, it reminds me of um, uh-uh. of uh, that one rapper. Oh, the funny one. Oh no, um, Eminem. Or like Fat Albert. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not the rap. Fat Albert wasn't a rapper, right? But there was a rapper that had that kind of same Fat Albert like voice. Like Notorious B.I.G. No, before him. Biz Marquis. No, before him, and he wore like a funny hat sometimes, and I'm really bad at this. Wow! So like text. the first rapper, like like the this Sugar is, Hill Gang. This is what this is what these are the kinds of questions that I text my husband when I want to know like yeah. a song is something. You know the one guy that has the hat. He had the funny hat. He was oh man. I no, my voice reminds you of Fat stuff. Albert. Yeah, a little bit. Jesus Christ. I'm never going to not hear Fat Albert again whenever you talk. I don't it even know today. if that's what Fat Albert sounds like, but like I picture Fat Albert. I know that's not. I knew that. I like it. 
Um, what do you, what'd you put in these cookies, by the way? What's the CBD to THC ratio? Yeah, what's oh, going man. on here? man, I knew you were going to talk about that. Because you I sound am, high as shit. I'm <laughs> tripping. It's true, you do. <laughs> He's not lying. Um, Have you ever damn, done... Damn, I really can't think of what that guy's name is, and it's bothering me. It could me. be better that you don't. Okay, well... Well, you've got... Sorry, you've, Jason. You've got another 40 minutes to figure it out, woman. Oh, shit. So you listen to the Splendid Table. Any other ones? Uh, I tried to listen to that podcast, but it was a little, little bit of a snoozer for your boy. I think it's not. You're not the target demographic. <laughs> I'm not. No. Are you the target demographic? No, but I like to. It's you more. Know. For, it's more for like a housewife. Yeah, situation. I'm a housewife. I'm a wife, and I have a house. They do the Splendid Table Thanksgiving yeah. dish is always fun. Huh? The Thanksgiving rescue. I love Thanksgiving. Table oh, edition. the rescue hour. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's cute. Though. I like that one. You know what's a bummer about that though that is that people year. ask the same Can't stupid shit every cookies. year, and you're how like, do I just cook look, my turkey? You're like, look it up on Google. Why are we still talking about this? It's kind of true. Yeah. Because they need the content. Okay. I mean, people call Loveline and be like, "What do I do about mm-hmm. this With medical this- issue?" And they're like. You can just go on the on the and look look it up, but you know. Loveline used to be good. We need the content. I used Loveline to listen did. to that like I used to listen sure. to that a lot when I was a kid. Same dude. I don't even think learned it exists a lot, anymore. Learned a lot about life. It has to show. be. It's like too big. It's like too big of a brand. Doctor Drew anymore. doesn't. But Doctor Drew was on Loveline, right? Yeah. No, he wouldn't be on it. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, do it he anymore. Was, no. He was so cool back in the day. He should do a food podcast. I would listen to that. Um, what other food podcasts do I listen to? Sometimes the listen, KCRW. I do listen to good food. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, yeah, last week's episode we had Gillian Ferguson. She's one of my BFFs. She was the guest last week. Where? You guys are on this show. This, oh, really? This show last episode. Yeah, she's great. That's interesting. We didn't talk about that. We talked to each other a lot. In the car. Ooh. She was probably trying to block it out of her memory wow, that probably. she appeared on the show. Oh, it's true. Oh, also, right this is heart. really far away for her. Like, this is it. On yeah, the other she side of the planet. Sweet to come over yeah, this she's yeah. super nice to do that. I mean, she's a nice person. Mm-hmm. This is this is yeah. This is like a three-hour time investment for her. That's a lot. Did you pay her? Am I getting paid for this? Oh, of course. I mean, you get yeah. you get podcast you scale. <laughs> I think what she is. That? You know, Jillian uh, was talking. I hope Jillian does her own podcast because I would listen to that. She's a nice voice. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're into every food podcast except this one. Yeah, it sounds like I it. didn't even know this was a food podcast. I thought I was talking about the other one where you have like the funnier people on. <laughs> God damn it. This is Mike good. Eagle, was that that one was funny. I like that guy. Good, yeah, he's a good guy, huh? I don't know what he does, but he was very funny. He is very funny. He's a he's a rapper and a comedian. Not the rapper I was thinking of that sounds like Fat Albert. Yeah, check out my other podcast. It's called Tall Tales. Unless you're my mom, don't listen to it. Um, you should definitely listen to... I haven't heard a ton. Um, they're all great. All the episodes. But the Smoke and Sigs 23 episode is incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. That's the one you might want to listen to on the way home. And it's it's truly Smoke one of the better Sigs, piece of internet broadcasting. Smoke and Sigs 23 is her Instagram handle. And she's just a loose cannon of a, of a woman. Oh, really? It's great. She's okay. like an 18-year-old girl that would appear on Maury Povich. Yeah, oh. for sure. She's, into, she's like the How About Da lady. What's the, yes. Like that? She's very along those lines. But much more eloquent despite her nice. shortcomings. You said would appear, but she Literally did appear, and well, that's why she was there on your thing because she was in town to be on a talk show. Track, that's true. Talk show. Mm-hmm. So there's on that. What? She was on what? I don't. I, uh, maybe oh, it was, Povich? No, I think it was 
Dr. Phil? I don't know. what it, it, it was one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was don't not know. Dr. Phil. It was, it was worse than Dr. Phil for sure. Geraldo. Yeah, Geraldo. Oh, man. Where'd you, uh, where'd you grow up? Yep. San Diego and San Francisco. Nice. I grew up in San Cruz. Both, both of the sands. Yeah. So you're pretty good with, like, California missions then. Oh, I was just talking about California missions <laughs> yesterday. No, you weren't. Yes, no, you I weren't. was. Right, oh, I was. I was texting my best friend about the California missions. Wow. For real. Did, you, did your family take you on tours of them in the summer? I mean, yeah. I made like a, a full-scale model of the Balboa mission when I was like 12. What? I think it was fifth grade or sixth grade is when you had to make the California mission. Yeah. I made uh, San Luis Rey, and my mom took us on a family trip to that mission. I think it's in Oceanside. Yep. Yeah. That was the tightest of all missions, of course. Was it? <laughs> really? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my family's... What kind of food do they have at the missions? Oh, they, they probably have, have fresh tortillas. <laughs> Mas. They probably have masa. Um, I don't this know. This is now you're becoming racist. I'm half Mexican. I could say that shit. Half Mexican. Mandy, I wing. Um, you can only do it half the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this concludes my uh, Mexican <laughs> That's <voice>. it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, they have a lot of uh, native plants at the missions, like ooh, like succulents, grape varieties that are native to California. Grape, grapes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like for making wine. Nice. Uh, and then uh, citrus. Like I was talking about it yesterday because uh, of the citrus, because a lot of the native citrus to California was brought by the Spaniards to the missions. Mm. And they cultivated it there, and it's like the original source for all of these plants. And then this one guy in like 1840 got some from the missions, took it to downtown, started a citrus grove. It was the largest first commercial citrus grove in uh, all of the U.S. Oh, wow. Wow, I feel like my mom, who's listening to this right now, is going to be like, I like this. this, this." (laughs) What's your mom's name? Karen. Karen, buy my book. Thank you. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) 2018. Mm-hmm. 2018, buy her book. Uh, she, it's a little slice of California's gold. <laughs> oh, I loved California gold. <laughs> yeah. the best. I, I wish sure. he was alive to have a podcast. If Huel Hauser had a podcast, that'd be great. Oh. A friend of mine went to a party and he said Huel Hauser was trying to have sex with him. He was into that. Yeah, he, yeah. Was. he, he was. was. I heard he was yeah. a nasty little guy. Ooh. A little freak. He loved- I heard Huel Hauser was a freak. Oh, Bad boy, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't talk about Hill Hauser's sex life. This makes me embarrassed. You don't want to talk about his post hummus sex life? <laughs> no. <laughs> he kept no. a beautiful home in Palm Springs. Yeah, he did. I've driven past it. What do you think was in that jacuzzi? That human suit. What do you think, Rucker? What do you think was in there? <laughs> If you if you were gonna dedicate a pie to Huel Hauser, what would that pie be made out of? I hung out with Huel Hauser at a pie competition. Oh. So. Do it in a Hauser voice. Intel. Give me a I little bit of a. I don't. Ooh, could I? Maybe I could. I don't think I can. Oh, great. I can't do it. Pie. I'll I'll die. Uh, he did say pie like that. That's a good. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in charge of judging the cream pie category. It was oh, boy. it was ninety five degrees outside. Oh wow! He got overheated and had to go home early. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, the cream pie category is the worst category, other than the vegan pie category. <laughs> it's terrible. But it was like I feel for you, Huel, because that's a lot to eat. But he uh, so the cream pie is the worst category next to vegan pie because of 
It's just richness. It's usually like really hot outside on the pie competition Because they're all summertime events. Yeah, and like end of summer. And everyone knows like September in L.A. is disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a horrible place to be. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I have to eat a bunch of pie. And uh, that doesn't feel good. No, so, it doesn't. You know, he ate, he had to eat like one spoonful of twenty five, forty cream pies. Mm-hmm. That's gross. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> how many pie contests have you entered, and how many of those have you won? What's I, your batting average? Is what I'm looking I for. I have. Oh, I don't know about batting averages and how you calculate it. We can just do a plain old percentage I've of entered, victories. Oh, I've entered four and won uh, two. Not but bad. one of them, I won four out of seven awards. Oh. So it was like hitting, you know, a bunch of home runs in one game, right? A grand salami. Yeah. Wow. So there's that. Well, the other you, two you I lost. somebody to help you carry away so many trophies? Yeah, I did. Did they, did they give you a wheelbarrow just to I, it bring was it back ri- It was like ribbons, Tesla? but I had like whiplash because the, the metals were so heavy. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. This makes sense. Yeah. Was one of those four awards out of seven the best pie period? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, and what pie was that? Pork with peas. Oh, pork with I peas. I love a savory sure pie. The meat pie category seemed like it would be hard to judge, too, because like, I don't want to eat a bunch of other people's meat sitting out in the sun. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it does. Oh, one time I judged a pie contest with Evan Kleiman at the Google uh, factory in Venice. Evan Kleiman, right, right back to my DM. Oh, what? She want, you I was want, trying to get her on this show, but uh, she won't she's run me back. She's in Italy. She doesn't have time to DM people. <laughs> wow. She's on an Italian vacation. Leave her alone. They have a Wi-Fi. Do they? In Italy? Sure. I she's think they have the internet like a, a, What's the Italian version of a Hacienda? A villa? Oh, yeah, a villa. Yeah, she's probably in like a villa. villa. Might a, not have Wi-Fi. She's on a damn villa. Okay, that's fair, Evan. So leave her alone. She'll got, get back to you. you got two more weeks. She's never going to write me back. You want her phone number? I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, so meet... Evan. Should yeah. we give Evan's phone number out now? Yes. On the out. show. Yeah, it's no. about time. Um, We went to Google and we judged a pie contest in, uh, you know, this bunch of nerds at Google. I mean, geniuses at Google. <laughs> made pies for us it was really wonderful got to tour google that was fun and then um they didn't structure it by categories it was just like all these different kinds of pies on a table and we uh tasted everything and there was a couple savory pies and it turns out one of the savory pies was like a crab louis pie or crab cream of crab mm-hmm. i hate shellfish mm-hmm and then I took a bite of cream of Louis crab pie. It was disgusting. It was horrible. Um, in that moment, it was horrible because I don't like crab. This person's right. pie might have been good if they're listening. Right. Did you know that it was crab? No signs on any. It was a surprise. It was a surprise crab Vicious. pie. But luckily, you're not allergic, though. Not allergic. Just cool. don't like it. Did you spit it out across uh, the table? I spit out everything. Oh. In a cup. Got it. But, you know. And then you eat the cup <laughs> afterwards. Why do you want it to be about vomit? I don't know. <laughs> but it's just coming very naturally to me. If I was my dog, I would have eaten the cup. For and sure. In the, the spit up. So are you like the number one pie person in America? No. 
Who is I the would, number one? I don't know. Who's number one? You. I don't know. When I think of like pie, like people who are. You live in a bubble. It's called Los Angeles. Ouch. How many pies have you eaten across the country? I'm, I'm talking just in terms of notoriety. I don't know who would be more attached mm. to pies specifically than you. There's like and I have four the in 20 Blackbirds probably has more exposure than I do. They're nice. They have good pies in New York. Okay. I don't know. It's okay if you're if you're number one, you know that, right? It is okay, but I don't think I am. You're so number one that you're opening your own brick and mortar. But it's not a pie shop. God damn it. What is it? It's a bakery. Are you going to have pie there? Maybe one kind. <laughs> Maybe one kind? Yeah. Are you, are you Maybe one or two kinds of pie. Are you specifically? Of course you're going to have pie. We're going to have like one or two kinds of pie every day. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's not a pie shop. If that was, that'd be easy. Okay, so when does this place open? Maybe in the summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have the location already? Yes. Are you allowed to talk about it? I can, sort of, because they already talked about it in an Eater, so I'm sure it'll be fine. No one listens to this. It'll be fine. Right? No. A lot of people listen to this. Really? Well, then we should stop talking. <laughs> what Just neighborhood kidding. is it in? It's on La Brea. It's in the old location where Tingo was. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Tingo is closed. <laughs> Tinga you heard should it be first. closed. Hey, that's mean. Tinga wasn't very good. That's not nice to say. Is it wrong? People lost their jobs. Sure they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying... <laughs> I mean, that part is bad. I'm just saying that I didn't like the restaurant. That's fine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Are you specifically not doing more pies than just a couple daily drivers because you want it to not be kind of thought of as focused as this pie shop? Uh, or is it just you want to do other things? I feel like if you're going to have, well, many, it's all of those things. Yeah. The main one being that I cannot eat pie all day long. No one should. And I, if I'm going to like have my place, which is like hope that Free place food. is open for like 50 years, you know, or like 20 years. In uh-huh. Los Angeles, that would equal like five years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> even for the next five years, I'm going to be there like every single day and – you can't eat pie three meals a day. It's a very need, rational reason. I need to eat other things. Like right now, Kofax, like you shouldn't even eat a breakfast burrito once a day, let alone like maybe twice a week is also a bad idea. Mm-hmm. That's Agreed. a lot of breakfast burritos. How many Kofax breakfast burritos do you eat per week? Half a burrito a week. They're good so for good, you, though. That's, that's down from one a week, which was... <laughs> You those know. are real. I mean, and that's, an, that's a that's a burrito. Burritos. The temptation to resist eating one of it's those it's so difficult because also, it's, they're free. There's yeah, there's tater tots everywhere. There's tater tots in like a container of bacon um, just sitting there. So you like just, vegetables. So you're there. You're there at Kofax every day uh, for the no, most part, right? I used to be. Right now, I'm there. You know, at least once a day. Scaled down a little bit. Yeah, you gotta open the new place. You got things to do. Sweet. You gotta write a cookbook for your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is your cookbook going to be mostly desserts and pastries and things like that? Or are you going to have expanding other worlds of cuisines? It is a cookbook about fruit and baking with fruit. Cute. So, is it cute? Yes. All right. Well. Uh, did you, And you already have, like, the book deal and everything? You pitched yeah. it and... and I they, pitched it and I did, like, a... Bidding, there was like a bidding thing where people bid on me. Damn. Made a proposal. Do you have an agent? I have an agent. Her name is also Nicole. That's great. 
Very oh, wow. easy to remember. So how many, when you, when you pitch this cookbook idea, how many recipes did you have to include in this pitch? We included in the proposal, I think it was like 10 recipes, but a, a table of contents that had 125. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that was there. And then we had photos and stuff. We took some photos for it of fruit. It was really fun. That part was really fun. And then you get an advance? Yes, that's how it works. You get an advance, and they tell you to write it. And then you write it, and then you turn it in, and then they give you more money. Is this something you're finding mm. fun, or is it intimidating, or what do you it's think? It's super fun. I yeah. love it. Yeah, okay, I, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, I would like to, like, really spend, like, a month just, like, doing it and not have to do anything else. That would be, like, an ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Because it is really hard to focus on, like, do either of you guys write? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't come second nature to me. I would rather make things Mm -hmm, than mm -hmm. write things. Mm -hmm. Sure. So that's hard. But you're choosing to do it all yourself, and you're not working with another person to do the writing. No, I'll write it myself. Yeah. uh, Who's publishing it, are you allowed to say? I am. It's uh, Pam Krause Books, and she is part of uh, Penguin Random House in Avery. Great, amazing. How much money was your advance? Jason, that's very rude that. He does that all the time. So, like, you never know. Sometimes you sneak cla- it in and sometimes you'll just respond without thinking about no, it. No, we can't. We should talk about Jason that. Right Look, there. it's just a fun joke, okay, guys? It's no big deal. super fun. <laughs> well, that's so crazy. Yeah, it's great. Congratulations. Thanks. What's the name of your restaurant? I don't know. You don't know. Actually... Ooh, I want to I ask you guys, but I shouldn't, talk, I shouldn't tell you what it is. You want to ask us what? Because I like to get people's reactions Well, we to can it. talk about it off pod. Oh. If you want. That's fine. In on pod. Off pod, on pod. <laughs> um, it's just really hard to name something like that. Really? I would imagine it being... Naming things, anything is so hard. Yeah. So difficult. I, the, the, the thing I've learned with naming things is... If you have time, enjoy that. Let the time. You have, if you're opening in the summer, you've got months. But that's, here's the thing. Uh, you, you don't, don't have, have that much time because there are things, balls that need to be set in motion. Set those balls. Yeah. You got a month? Branding. Mm-hmm. Packaging. If you want to brand any of your packaging, got to start that now. It takes like 12 weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got to tote. There's things. Tote. Websites. Sure. Need to be Instagram made. handles need That's to be acquired. Easy. That's fine. It's the like someone has to make your website. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did you? How how are you in terms of business minded skills? Did you go to school for any business stuff? Is it coming to you naturally? Are you bad at it? I don't think I'm bad at it. It seems like you've got a I'm pretty learning, good handle. I'm learning. I learn. I like to learn. I learn a lot. I'm. I don't sound like Donald Trump right now. <laughs> You're a bit. tremendous learner. I'm a nice learner. I'm nice. It's a real. I got a nice. I know. I know what I'm doing. It's fine. You got the best learning in the country. <laughs> I love learners. Uh, I think that I. I think that I'm pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Taxes you seem. You things. seem like it. You don't. You don't seem like you're screwing around. I don't screw around. You party a lot. I. I don't even know what that is. What's <laughs> didn't, partying? Didn't think so. I can't imagine your life of being a DJ. I was thinking about that on the way over here. Have you ever tried alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> That's partying. Is it? I've never been drunk, really. Oh. Yeah. Ever. What? True story. Never had a hangover. Same. 
He doesn't really? get hangovers. No, you I'm just kidding. No, oh, I'm kidding. I've oh. been very hungover. Hor- oh, yeah, I've never no. had a hangover. Wow. Yeah. So when you drink, what do you like to drink? Just like have a glass of wine? Oh, I'm I have, I'm uh, versatile. I like to drink all kinds of things. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. But like I usually get bored and or I want to go to sleep. <clears throat> uh-huh. I'd rather sleep. Than just about anything? Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> usually. Sure. If it's at nighttime. I like wine. I uh-huh. like, you know, sometimes I like beer. My husband's really into fruity beers right now. I don't like those, but I like other kinds of beer. I like fruity beers. Fruity sours, he's lives all he likes. Mm. We have fruit salad in our fridge, but it's in cans all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with him. Watermelon, mango, tangerine. When will it end? I'm a huge fan of sours. I'm not an IPA guy. So how, so you yeah. so you but you just don't really get drunk. I do. I can get drunk and I, I have been buzzed many, many times. Buzzing uh-huh. But I stop. I just stop. Same. Because you're responsible? Not same. N- uh, <laughs> well, sometimes it's because I don't, I don't like taking Ubers because they smell like puke. That's a good reason. <laughs> no, um, I don't like taking cabs or Ubers. I, I like to drive myself home. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I like to, cause I like to control when I leave. Yep. Cause I, uh, don't like to stay out super late. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the Irish goodbye? Gotta get home. I to don't the know dogs. what that is. That's when you just leave wherever you are without I'm the saying master, anything to anyone. I'm the anyone. master of that. That's that is goodbye. my. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's when you just fun. dip out of a bar with like 15 uh, people, and you just don't tell anyone my, where you went. And it's go a home. big problem in my marriage because my husband likes to say goodbye to everyone. I'm like, they don't care. Let's just leave. We're just going. It's fine. He does a stop and chat. He likes to yeah. stop and chat with everyone. I like that. But that's what you love about him, right? Totally. It's Except when you want to go home. We, I have like a time limit. I'm like, we can go to your friend's party for an hour, and then I'm leaving. And you can stay, and I'm fine with you staying, but I have to go after That's that. That's fair. And you, and you truly don't care if, you, if he stays all night and gets Don't care. Soon? Fine with me. Stay there. Prefer it. <laughs> I like being alone. <laughs> do you, and speaking of that, though, but do you have more normal baker's hours, meaning horrible hours? Or are pie baking hours it, a little bit more reasonable? Well, you know, Kovacs makes donuts, and they're usually a breakfast food. So all the bakers at Kovacs get to work at four thirty in the morning. Right. That's been the time bulk. to make time to make the donuts. Time to make the donuts. Um, that's been the majority of my career. Yeah. The last two so, years. Yeah. Of so my you have life, the, you, yeah. you keep those gnarly baker hours. Right. True. Um, but you know, I just I don't think I've ever really been into like hardcore partying. My family likes to party, Ooh. or they used to like to party. So I think it just kind of like it just like before the accident. Me. Yeah, that's not very nice. What if there really was an accident, Jason? I rolled the dice. I took Whoa. a chance. He does that a lot too. Now you'll never know. <laughs> Don't want to know. <laughs> Frankly, it'd be rude to ask. <laughs> so those. So I remember when when I first met you at the <clears throat> Smorgasburg, you were kind of. I remember you you were talking about like, oh, I gotta go, roll out. A bunch of pie doughs or something like like you yeah. were sort of like letting me know that this pie life can be a little little dark and lonely and oh is not, that the impression it was not more dark like, and lonely but just kind of like it's probably more like I would like to not talk to this person anymore I gotta find a way out of this let me make myself appear to be very busy and important dang that person, try that more often. that person was me yeah hmm. <laughs> what well, was the two of us I'm fine yes, with you were there. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. What's worse, Morgan Spurs? What's worse, trying to get out of talking to me or not (laughs) even noting, not even knowing that you were there? You You know who I remember was there? Jillian Ferguson. Yeah, she was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where that's where I first met her. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we went out and had we went to Pacific Dining Car car for martinis with Jillian. After that, yeah. Yeah. Damn, I really miss. I would have gone for that. Well, you're invited. If you we uh, we did invite you, but <laughs> no, you said you, you had to go roll out. Did you invite me? That's how this happened. Yeah. yeah. This is exactly how it happened. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what, there's Rucker? two against one, so I believe yeah. you. Also, this would be an odd, elaborate lie to make up for no reason. Yeah, you know? it's not really that exciting. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm embarrassed by not remembering that kindness. But It's uh, fine. But I, was, I did have to make a lot of pie because Smorgasburg was opening the next day. Yep, that's exactly it. It's true. I was going to work like all Saturday night. Yeah. So when you're making these pies, are you do you just like have your music playing and you're just hanging yeah. out alone and yeah. just doing your thing? Yeah, it's great. You like it? I love it. So much fun. What about TV? I like TV. Will the little TV be on? You'd be binge watching oh, I, something. You no, know, it's the... in the kitchen. We don't watch. We don't have TVs in the kitchen. I always wonder about that. If no, I feel like if I was doing that, um, doing that kind of work where it's not on a line, mm. you know, it's it's less chaos because it's controlled in the amount of hours you're doing, unless something. Mm-hmm. Completely goes awry. You can watch TV. Like, yeah, I feel like I'd have some TV on. No. Have a little Bloomberg up there. A little Home Alone two up there. Something. Sports I mean, probably center. not. I hate watching network news, so it would be. But yeah, but anything other than network news, fair game. Sports, huh. binge watching Netflix, something. I've you know never exactly thought about watch. watching TV while or, I work. Or I'm also the kind of person that puts on a movie just to listen to it. Mm. So I just have my favorite movies playing, even though I wouldn't be watching them just to hear them. I like uh, Home Alone two on audio tape for sure. Cool. Is that your favorite movie? No, no. no. I like focusing on movie. I really love movies. Big Trouble in Little China is my favorite movie. Smoke a little grass before you watch a movie, Rucker. No, I, don't, I can't maintain a weed habit. I get bored with it. <laughs> sure. Like I have smoked weed. There's weed in my house. Damn! I hope the feds ain't on this podcast. <laughs> it's legal in California. Sure. Uh, yeah, just I just Look, lose interest. Cool. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying it just is not a thing for me. What 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 like other than baking and pastry and all that stuff? What is the what is your most <clears throat> favorite thing to cook? Like what like where do you like? Are you killing it at pasta? Are are you? Oh, can I you make I really good sushi? No. Are you good? Like. When you're actually making savory food, what is your? I think what is that your if I was going to win, if I was going to enter a contest for like savory food, because it's fun entering contests, I would enter the chili contest. I love making chili. I judged the chili contest last Andre week with Chris Stewart, the other member of this podcast. Oh, R.I.P. Stewie. Oh. What was the chili that won? It was number fifteen. It was and number, number 15. two. Came in right. How so did you know that? Because I listened to the other podcast. Yesterday, she was Nikki was talking about oh, the numbers oh, of the thing. She was like hanging that. out. Yeah, she's yeah, chilling. and she's and then you were like, "What was the winning chili?" And she's like, "I don't know. It was number fifteen. I thought that was funny." So, yeah, that was funny. Describe the winning chili to number me. 15. And she's like, number fifteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fifteen was it was kind of like a it was an all meat chili. Ooh, I'm licking my lips already. That well, was, that's like a traditional, right? All meat. No, no, no. But it was not traditional in the sense that it was there was no ground meat in this all meat chili. It was more. We were I'd trying to figure it out. That's also traditional. I think it was more like it could have been um, chunky. Cubes? No, no, no. 
kind tomatoes. of stra- strands. Tomatoes, strands, definitely some chocolate. So mm-hmm. it had like a mole hint to it. There's a lot of cinnamon, a little bit Where of clove. Where was this contest? Highland Park next to a bar that I really should remember the name of, but it was Johnny's? kind of this back area. Tony's? It was right next to Cafecita. Hmm. What was the purpose? Was it a fundraiser? Yeah, I think it was like a kind of like just for the neighborhood kind of like they had some donated gift cards that were the prizes and five bucks got you all you could drink beer and then there's a band playing kind of covers and stuff. That's nice. It was really fun. I had a blast. Was the chili that won, was it just a regular kind of straight ahead chili or was there like a interesting element to it that made it stand out? Like, I mean, this was is there like a funky twist on it or was it just there was a not, ahead? Let's just put it this way. The, there was 15 and 2 and then there was everybody else. I mean, there was not... Oh, there was tunnel a, vision on the chili There was a lot... Choices. Well, there were three judges and we all That's had... That is with pie contest. We all too. came to the exact same conclusion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, there's like, there's there's one or two or three where like, these are excellent and everything else is just horseshit? Trash. Trash. There was only one that I almost spit out. Um, and then there was a lot of kind of like, oh, I guess that's chili. But um, <laughs> and the one that the- came in second was a more traditional chili with it had a little bit of beans. There was ground meat. There was some corn. What really blew me away was how... Corn in the chili? Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's not a traditional chili. That's N- California. None of it was supposed to be traditional. It was just about chili. So, but the first what, one sounds more traditional. Yeah, the, I guess on a scale, but flavor-wise, I would say it was somewhat untraditional in that it had a really mole, heavy mole chocolate thing going on. Nice. Um, Follow-up question. Do you think you could have won this competition yes. if you entered it? Oh, really? <laughs> I do. That's fine. Oh, like- no, I, I think I would have, like... And look, I do not brag about my cooking, and I, a lot of times I don't think it's that good. But you make a good chili? Um, I do make a good chili, and but what I would say mm-hmm. for my chili is that you know I toast dried chilies and grind them before I put it in, and then I put yeah. in poblanos and serranos and jalapenos, and there's a lot of whole chili along with seasoning, and there's a lot of flavor, and it may not be everybody's favorite, but it at least has <laughs> a perspective and it has a personality. Yeah. And a lot of these chilies were just like tomatoes and meat and oh. maybe some ground chili. That's a real and bummer. It was like, and it was fine. No, I mean, I think it's all about having fun. And I, but I would say like my chili at least would, would have, like I said, a personality. And right. a lot of these were just like, oh, okay. Some yeah. of them were even under-seasoned, under-salted. Oh, that, well, that's um, everyone. That's the, every normal person making anything is always under-salted. Right. Um, but I was saying when I was, I was like, I really wish I could have... And I had so much fun judging it that I, I don't want, I want to do it again. And they were saying we could do it again. Um, I want to enter it, but I had so much fun judging it. I you can't do both, but um, you got to enter that, Very curious. You enter There's it. one that happens at this uh, old bar in uh, Playa del Rey every summer that they put up big banners for. Mm-hmm. That's a chili contest. It's pretty fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. I think the whole like kind of like. Highland Park bootleg vibe of this thing was what I found fun. You know, there's like just a lot of like chaos going around in the background. And I mean, that part yeah. of it to me was kind of like, that's also what made it enjoyable. That's but fun. It was cute. I had a good time. Love chili. It's called Chillin' in the Park. That's and cute. And I think it's like the fifth year or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I judged the last one with, with Adriana. Oh. Cozy Kitchen. Cozy Kitch. Cozy Kitch. That was a, but that, <clears throat> it rained that year and that kind of sucked. Yeah, it's outdoors. Um, What else we got here, my friends? Oh, let's talk about food trends. Oh, great. What What, what food trend are you ready to see die? Oh, so many. (laughs) 
But the truth is that all things are delicious for a reason. So if it's delicious, then does it deserve to die? I'm so with you. So, um, like, it's a trend. Well, maybe not I mean, die. Like, I mean, like, I've, I'm ready to not have... This is such a cliche thing to say. I'm ready to not ever have an improperly made kale salad again in my life. Mm. I was wondering if kale was going to come up in this conversation. Improperly made kale, kale salad. Kale is a delicious vegetable. And mm-hmm. I have, like, five kinds of kale growing in my yard right now. It needs to be sliced in the ribbons day. if it's going to be in a salad. It's just not treated properly. So, you know, you get a lot of shitty kale salads. Like, uh, what's uh, sweet green? Worst kale salad ever? Bad? Terrible? Yeah, sweet green is just bad in general. Hmm. Um, so what is your ID, ideal kale salad then? How, I don't think how that do you I believe have it should be I treated? Cook it, not make it into a salad. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's how you make it good. Let's cook it. That's a great idea. Or like put it in a smoothie. It's good. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it's not a kale salad. So stupid kale salads. Adios. It's just like you can't digest a kale salad. Hmm. Because yeah. it's so fibrous. Yeah, it's hard. It is. Yeah. What would you prefer to have a salad made out of them? Spinach? Any other thing. I don't like spinach salads. Ooh, interesting. I don't like spinach salads either that much. Dirt tastes like dirt to me. I like the taste of spinach. I find spinach texturally, texturally like to dirt. be kind of on the lower scale of green. I like all greens. But like, but cooked spinach salad, is okay for me. Absolutely. Love cooked spinach. Like salad, iceberg? I spinach to be low on the list. Iceberg is one of my all-time favorite lettuces. Mm-hmm. Are we best friends? Um, <laughs> the lady from uh, Windrose Farm... My friend Javi, who's the one of the chefs at Squirrel, mm-hmm. he and I uh, strong-armed her into considering growing heirloom iceberg lettuce just for he and I to make taco salads. Mm. Or wedges. Or wedge salads are delightful. Have you ever had heirloom iceberg lettuce? No, but it sounds like it would be good. Yeah, I really want that to be Can be thing. worse. Yeah. There's like multiple colors of iceberg. Red, purple. Mm. Green, clear, not just white. Clear is my favorite one. Oh, I got some googling to do when I get home. Buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh brother. Andre oh, brother. orders the Baker's seeds catalog. What um, <clears throat> what do you what do you think is emerging on the food trend scale? What do you think is what are you predicting is going to be next on the uh, on the I'm, pedestal? Well, I'm trying to prepare everyone for um, soup being like a thing again, <laughs> not for old people. <laughs> Soup is not just for old people. No. Okay. Name a place in Los Angeles where you can go and sit down and get a bowl of soup. I've thought about this so many times. Vons. There is nowhere. There is nowhere to get that good bowl of soup. Galson's on a certain day. Okay, Galson's maybe. I don't. I haven't been to Galson's. Well, it depends on what your definition of a good bowl of soup is. Well, what kind of soups are you? Are you really? Like all kinds of soups. But like a, a well-made, well-seasoned bowl of soup. Yeah, why can't mm-hmm. there be a place that has like, you know, five or six daily drivers, some things rotating, and yeah. some nice salads, yeah. and then good bread? Yeah. Well, and welcome then, to the Nicole Rucker Baker opening uh, summer boom. 2017. Major component of our <gasps> menu. Really? Huge. Oh, I'm It's basically so the reason we're opening a bakery. Oh. It's to have a place to eat soup. Bless your heart. You know, I used to go to this my place. Life mission. There's a place in Hollywood. It was a bagel place, and I would go there before um, before work when I was working at Cinespace. Mm-hmm. Stuart and I. I feel like I remember this. Oh, that's where my husband met you at Cinespace. <sighs> Probably that's sounds like a cool dude. I met your little DJ boyfriend in the club one time, girl. That's <laughs> weird. He does. It, does he go to clubs? 
Uh, apparently he does. I don't know. So, but, but before I would go there in the mornings, I would work there in the office, and there was a, a bagel place like on Sunset and Highland, where it, just like a dumb little strip mall. But they had vegan soups as hmm. well. So you can go there, you get a bagel, and then there was three like crock pots, and they would make like handmade soups. They were sure all they delicious. were like soups that got delivered to their bagel place in like a cryovac plastic bag. It's possible. And then they dumped them in a, like a warmer pot because that's where most soups come from. Yeah. Why does it have to be dumped? Couldn't it just be gently ladled? placed? In? Well, ladled in. But would you ladle something out of a plastic bag? Ladle something that you, you bought from pour Cisco? it? No, probably not. I think when you dumped. say dump, you're adding a little bit of a negative vibe to it all. What? So then what's up with a dump cake? Is that negative? <laughs> That's I've a, never had one, but on its face, yes, dump it, it in a horrible. I think um, it's really good, actually. Is that like a dump, about dump cake? Like, is a thing? What I think it's that? it's like pudding and cake batter, mm-hmm. and you dump it in a casserole. And, okay. Well, you know. the the, Anyways, the, 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 the point I was trying to make is the thing that I loved about this soup place, which you could consider sacrilegious, but the mm. soups were self serve, mm. which allowed you the option of. Mixing and matching and combining soups. I I wish this microphone could record my face. That's Your a horrible rolling? idea. Why is that no. a horrible idea, though? That's gross. It's not. Gross I don't to make do a, a soup mix. But like, what if I'm making like really good soup and I think about it a lot and like yeah. making a well balanced, perfect thing, and then you're like, I'm just gonna mix this shit together and like gonna it's gonna be great. Chowder. Yeah, like no, go do that at your house, dude. What do you feel about? When you go to an ice cream place and you get two different I never scoops do of that. ice cream. I don't do that. You don't do that? You get I, one flavor. Why don't you do that? Because I like to focus on one thing. One flavor. That's so intense. Well, you also have to learn that not everybody is like you. But it's my bakery. So. <laughs> this is an excellent point for opening an, a restaurant. Is you can do whatever <laughs> okay. you want. But, but much like you can have your soup place down the street. Look here, you can call it dump soup. Dump soups. Ooh. And here's the other thing: depending on what kind of soups they are, in terms of viscosity, That's... you much like an ice cream cone, you can layer the soups without mixing them together. No. So you can do a chowder base. One First of third all, chowder. chowder is a mistake. That is a horrible. Chowder is delicious. Chowder is fantastic. Corn chowder is delicious. No. What kind of chowder? The creamy chowder or the tomatoey chowder? Creamy chowder. But both like or out both. of a self chowder, out of a self serve, you know, soup thing, and Depends then you're like the layering. Fish King it. has a very nice chowder. No, guys, don't don't layer the chowder. But I, I've done this before. You do a base layer of one soup and then another soup on top of it, and then you just you just gingerly eat is... the soup off the top layer. You don't scoop no, all the way down no, no, into no, the no, bottom. No, whoa, and whoa. When there'll I was be in... a little bit of crossover where both soups. <laughs> when I was meld. in Florida, there was a really famous seafood place. <laughs> I'm forgetting the name, and they are famous for conch chowder. Mm. And they had a red, which was not like a Manhattan, but it was like a red chowder. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little spicy. It was really bright. It was really citrusy. And then they had a classic like white, creamy bacon conch chowder. Mm-hmm. And on the menu is half and half. And they kind of ladle them together at the same time. That sounds so cute. So you can eat off the sides. Well, what do you know? I would never order that. <laughs> but So what happens is you can eat like the side of one and get just that soup. Or you can start swirling the middle where the line where the two have come together and start doing that. Uh-huh. It's great. 
I'm against this. Planned oh, it was fire. wonderful. Where were you in Florida? Why were you there? I like Florida. Combo convention. Why else would I be in Florida? I don't know. Yeah. No, I was in, where was it in Florida? Um, one of the, Fort Lauderdale, I think. Hmm. No, never not cool. cool. Not Unless cool it's Miami, no? Florida is. Mm. Really? Although the seafood shacks are pretty fun, I will say I went to a lot of them. And all of them were a lot of fun. I've been to. Yeah, well, there's some nice places in Florida. Maybe yeah. Hilton Fort Lauderdale had a huge fun pool. Okay. They have nice gardens in Florida. What kind of gardens? Like cocaine. <laughs> cooking gardens, the best. <laughs> Yes. Looks like a nice tropical cooking garden. So, um, what is your all-time number one soup that you make? Oh, well... If you're such a soup head. <laughs> this is hard. What's, what's, what it's gets hard the golden question. ladle? The golden ladle. Should I name it the golden ladle? Your bakery? No. Yeah, name your bakery the golden no, ladle. No, you don't think so? No. I make well, a really good minestrone. I like minestrone. That's a nice one. Um, let's see. But when you're making your soups, are you making your version of a traditional soup, or are you creating soups out of thin air? Or are you like, Sometimes, here's my here's my tomato basil bisque, recently, here's my carrot orange, here's my... Recently we talked about making a kind of pozole hybrid that's vegan, but using kimchi in the broth to give it that, like... Mm. Intense, kind of like almost like clam like flavor, like the fermented cabbage flavor, but like only in the broth. And then you would take it out and then put all the stuff for pozole in that kind of like cabbage stock, oh. kimchi stock. So sometimes it's creating new things by trying to like think of how. That sounds good. Yeah. I just saw a video of uh, somebody making a kimchi consomme. That sounds good. Was it really nice and thin and beautiful? That That's kind of sounds yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just like a pot of water with a bunch of kimchi that he cooked for a long for a while, and then put in some egg whites and stirred it around, and then that sucked Cleaned up all it. the all the yeah. solids, and Wait. then you're just left with a clean. Yeah. It was it was Ludo who was doing it, unfortunately, but. Oh God! Now I can't do it. <laughs> but uh, that's a good idea. Well, I was kind of thinking like because I was experimenting this summer, last summer. Wait. Yeah, last summer with like making vegetable stocks because they're not really stocks, but like trying to get like a really rich flavor in those things and using that as the base. And so I um, kind of found a way to get to that by like super chopping up all the vegetables, almost like they're mash, like out of a vegetable juicer. Uh, like baby food? Less, less chopping than baby food. Got Literally it. like the trash that comes out of a juicer. Got it, got it. So more like vegan hippie uh, commune, like using like the Like compost trash. mush? Compost, yeah. So okay. like the chicken bones from a chicken, you're using the leftover fibers from but a no, vegetable. But no meat, no, no meat, no, just No, no, but vegetables. that's what I'm saying. Like you make chicken stock with bones, not chicken. So you're making mm-hmm. vegetable stock with leftover vegetable fibers well, out of a juicer. Well, it was fresh vegetables, okay. but it was All chopped right. up to replicate because, like, the idea is that the more surface areas that you have available to the water, the more flavor and things you're extracting from the vegetables. So I tried making this, like, disgusting-looking vomit-like mash mm-hmm. and steeping it. And then we put in a piece of kombu seaweed mm-hmm. at the end, which gave it, like, a little bit of, like, viscosity because kombu has that natural kind of gel factor to it. It was just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it added, like, a mineral flavor. And it almost looked and tasted like it had... An implacable meat in it, like mm. 
the color and the flavor was yep. like, oh, this could have a, an animal product in it, but it didn't. And then any soup that we made out of that was like really layered and had a lot of. It wasn't like a Depth typical and richness and complexity. vegetarian thing. Yeah. So you made a. So you're trying to make the most flavorful and powerful and exciting vegetable broth or stock. Yeah. Smart. Hmm. Thanks. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of thickening my soups with a little bit of stock and blended beans or blended oh, I tortillas. Love beans. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had beans before? Mm, I just <laughs> ate them yesterday. Super Ooh, good. Same. Yeah. Bean soup is good. I used to make bean soup when I was in college. I made an awesome lentil soup with mm-hmm. like different little uh, herbs de Provence in it. That was I thought mm. it was really groundbreaking when I was like 19. <laughs> I would say it was for a 19-year-old. Lemons and uh, herbs de Provence and red mm. lentils. I was like, wow, I'm on to something here. I made a, a very interesting lentil soup with some herbs in it. And <laughs> I wonder if Thank my you, friends Lynn. are going to think they're in Thank you, Europe Lynn. when they eat this. Huh? <laughs> I wonder if my friends are going to think that they're in Europe when <laughs> they eat this. Oh. Okay, David Chang. Um, I like to make uh, gazpacho, but like interesting gazpacho, like... Uh, Gaspacho interesante. Like green tomatoes and melon and olive oil and uh-huh. shallots and garlic. And it's like super good. Almost like a smoothie, but with olive oil in it. Do you strain it or no? I like it to be very smooth. Yeah, like really. You don't cheesecloth it though. You don't go that far. I don't think I would cheesecloth it, but I would strain it through a fine strainer. So it didn't have as many, but like I would blend the shit out of it. Like right. really blended. Blend the shit out of it, strain it. Served cold or served like room temp? Cold. Cold, cold. Not cold, cold, but you know. Refrigerator cold. Mm, maybe like five minutes out of the refrigerator. Okay. With like a splash of sherry vinegar. That sounds Ooh. good right now. It's kind of hot. I would that does eat sound that. Good right that now. does sound good. Um, yeah. With some I bread from that, your future uh, bakery. Yeah, totally. Crunching down on a nice I'm going to make cube. turkey chili okay again <laughs> and popular. I love turkey That's chili. That's a hat. That's what I made today. You made, you, oh, you made a turkey chili? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good but guy. I use beef stock. That's not turkey chili. Come on. What? Sure. Is it? Well, but I think beef. so. But it's beef. Well. Do you make turkey stock? Yeah. Turkey or chicken. No. no turkey I, or chicken? Still in the bird family, not a cloven hoof animal. I can't argue this fact. You are correct. Yeah. But I would still eat it. Turkey chili is good. That's a good meal. It's an incredibly wow. good meal. Beans it's, or no beans? I make it at least, I would say, probably on average twice a month on a Sunday or Monday for the week. We live very similar lives. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah. I can't believe we've never met before. We have. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> guys. Hey, guys. Turkey chili. That's good. Do you make it with all ingredients from Trader Joe's like I do? <laughs> no. But I don't I mean I wouldn't be against that. I could probably pull that together except for they don't have the fresh chilies I need. They do have fresh oh well maybe not they don't the have, variety. Like, poblanos. Oh, they don't. Yours sounds like fancy turkey chili. I make like a nineties soccer mom style. That's what, but <laughs> like that's... a packet of taco seasoning, pre chopped mirepoix. Can of tomatoes, browned turkey. Pre-chopped mirepoix? Trader Joe's, ready so in 20 I, minutes. Here's what I've been doing. No, but I do I do, do some The hood. room is spinning. It's, it's amazing. Unsubscribe. <laughs> I do do some hood stuff in my turkey chili, though, that I'm not proud of. Um, so I don't use tomatoes. I use oh. ketchup. See, this is equally... I mean, that's a thing. 
don't, almost don't as try. bad as... Don't try. Because what will happen is... This is a food podcast. We can't do pre-chopped mirepoix okay. from Trader Joe's. In all honesty, I don't actually use pre-chopped mirepoix, but when my friends ask me for a recipe for a turkey chili because they've eaten it and they're like, Nicole, it's so good... I'll be like, okay, well, you could just get pre-chopped mirepoix, mm-hmm. and then they do. So, right. you know, but I don't. For the dum-dums. You would never do that for your own. Never. I Got love it. chopping vegetables. It's Same. so much fun. Yeah, you've probably won a chopping competition. Also, fun. Um, should we do that? I buy sure. butter beans by the case, because I love butter beans so much, hungry. and I always have a butter bean. I love butter beans, I a, too. I always have a can of butter beans That's in my chili. That's a nickname. Butter bean? I like it. <laughs> Uh, you know, Kevin Farrakhan, he was on this show, right? He was, he was. He calls me Dr. Butters. That's my nickname at work. Oh, that's good, though. That's a name that he would definitely that give That is somebody. a very good yeah, name for a, a, pie, a pie expert. Dr. Yeah. Butters. He, he says, hey, doctor, how's it going every day? Hey, what's up, doctor? Our, Ark didn't fun. know that it was like a thing. And he was like, why are you calling Nicole doctor? And he's like, well, that's her name. You'll, you'll learn one day, boy. Come on, kid. D. Butters. Um... This is the time of the show where we wait. No, 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 no. I wanted like I wanted. To, he wants to talk about beans more. I wanted a couple minutes here. Oh, bean it up, baby, and you can just pass okay. on this question. All right, because you probably had it asked so many times. But what's the what's the elevator version of the common mistakes that people can change when they make pies? Adam. Mm, make more of them. Yeah, is it just like make ten, a, make many pies? of them? Is it Malcolm Gladwell? Make it more than once a year. I once saw Malcolm Gladwell eat a pizza was at, it? at GTA that I made for him, <laughs> and then he was like sitting on a milk crate eating a lamb sausage pizza, and I was like, I'm the only person in this entire place that knows that's Malcolm Gladwell. Probably I felt like I was there. Probably with him. maybe. I don't Where know. was this at? Was LA. Venice. Mm-hmm. GTA. Jelena. Takeaway. That was fun. Mm. Nice guy. Nice hair. <laughs> Fair. All right. So whatever you do, make if you're going to make a pie, be able to recognize Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> make a lot of them. So just get a lot. Just do it more than once. Everyone is like, I want to be an instant genius. That doesn't happen. Right. Rarely it happens. Sometimes it happens. But, mm-hmm. that's, you know, just like make more than one a year. Make one every couple of weeks. That's how my friend Mark did it. How's Nicole. Mark, how's Mark, Mark said, doing now? Nicole, how do I get better at making pies? I was like, make one every month. So he started making one every month. He worked at Patagonia. You're wearing a Patagonia hat. Sick. He started bringing pies to Patagonia once a month or something like that. And he just like really got into it. Now he can make a pie anytime he wants without fear. Sure. <laughs> you have to have a confident pie hand. Well, you get that by like getting used to it, right? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to burn a couple. How do you become a DJ? Nothing yet. The same same thing. You just got to get more. those hours under your belt. Exactly. So there's only... It's interesting. That's the same way you become a doctor. <laughs> That's true. Or a Dr. Butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. Butters. Yeah, it's how you become a doctor, too. So just try it more. But that, that, that makes a lot of sense because it's like I'm really good at making tuna sandwiches or whatever. Like, or just I'm really good at making yeah. sandwiches. You're like, okay, that's great. You probably make sandwiches all the time, but like... People yeah. don't make pies that often. People no. make pies once a year, and it's it, you have to really make a actual concerned effort to do to do that when you're not when it's not pie time. I throw a lot of things away. Like I threw a lot of pies away. I threw a pie away like three weeks ago. I was like this is trash. I can't do this. Um, you just have to do it more, and mm-hmm. like don't be so attached to all of the ingredients that like it's going to kill you if you make a shitty pie. Also, mm-hmm. like maybe the filling is still good, and you can just like scrape it out. And mm, you eat yeah. it with ice cream. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I feel like you may have done that before. Turn into a cobbler. There's a good photo of me dropping like six pies on the floor and then everyone scooping it up into deli cups and eating it with ice cream. Aww. Nice. You didn't want to throw it away. Cute. Smart. Yeah. Cute and smart. And selling it to customers. We didn't do that. <laughs> that's not what I heard. That's not something we did. Mm. I would I would buy like a deli cup worth of floor floor pie. Floor pie. Floor For the pie. right price, sure. I'll eat some floor pie. Yeah. Buck? I would have to pay you to eat the floor pie, or no, you no, would no. buy it. No, no, no. It's like you can have a deli cup of hot floor pie. Like if I got a pizza and it was like add, add floor pie for fifty cents, I would probably add the floor pie. Mm-hmm, yeah, if it was priced to move. Yeah. Uh, Not like on top. I mean on the side. Oh, like I have this pizza that like I a dropped combo on the meal. Floor. Yeah, like a combo meal. I don't know. I don't think I would. <laughs> it's also illegal. Is it? To sell food at a restaurant that fell on the floor? I think so. I mean, I should it, look into that. That's at the very least unethical. I should look into that before I open. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I had a Subway sandwich five years ago, and I'm pretty sure it's not illegal. <laughs> I definitely ate a Subway. Yeah. Subway. Yeah, they make their food on the floor. Sure, yeah. They provide people with jobs. That's fair. I'm know, not going to You always that know out. the way to find a silver lining to the cloud. They give jobs to people. And apparently it's always jobs because she's cut us off at the legs twice now with this jobs argument. Yeah. The opposite of Donald Trump. Or the, maybe the same. I feel like that's a similar. Well, I'm not touching that. Okay. Well, anyways, next. What's the best, uh, what's the best thing you ate all week, Andre? <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a friend in town visiting with his daughter from Toronto. And so he wanted, he, he's, and he's lived on and off in L.A., worked on and off in L.A. over the years. And he loves tacos. And he'd been to some of the places I wanted to take him, or a couple, probably because I took him to him last time. But I took him, he'd never been to Marisco's Jalisco's for the fried shrimp, the mm-hmm. Camarón Dorado, mm-hmm. fried shrimp taco, hard shell taco. Mm-hmm. And his eyes rolled in the back of his head, and he just didn't understand why mm-hmm. it was so good. Hmm. Um, Have you had that one before? And I hadn't been there in like, probably, I don't know, like at least six months. Because uh, Boyle Heights is a drive, and it's not a fun drive. No. Mm-hmm. It's um, hot. But uh, it's so good. It was, I mean, I, I, I rarely kind of overeat, and I think it might be because it's kind of far away and I don't go there very often, but I definitely had like four tacos or five or mm. four and a half, which is like definitely. And those are kind you. of big boy tacos. They're big tacos. Definitely too, too many. Wow. That's good. Good for you. Yeah. You know, you got to fill up that well. And then the aguachili, the um, that empty ceviche, is just like, just everything there is incredibly good. But. Since the last time I went, there's like another bootleg seafood truck that's now mm-hmm. parking next to it, just like with the exact same menu, but with a different name, just hoping people like go yeah, there. Yeah, I think I heard the, like one of the guys who used to work there left, like they had a bad falling out, and he sure. opened his other place in hopes of taking it down. Like It's, it's not quite like as a... good, and it's not quite as expensive as whatever. Exactly. That's exactly what Sounds it looked like, like when I walked by. Sounds like a knife fight waiting to happen. Yeah, man. Because I, I went, it's been a while, Why and I went to be a knife fight in Boyle Heights? And I was like... Because they're cooking, and they have knives? Sure. Good save. Chop, 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 chop. Uh, the best thing I had is not the best thing, but it's I, I thought of this because of our previous chowder talk. Oh. I went to a place that I found on Yelp in Glendale called Fish Time. It's not that good. But they had a thing on their menu called Chowder Fries. And it's basically just poutine, made with, but it's just chowder instead Mm -hmm. of poutine, instead of gravy and cheese curds and meat. And you got it. Got it. Um, (laughs) It was good. Well, this is the problem. The chowder itself was, was very good, but like... French fries immediately just turn into 
you know, liquid sand after you pour hot sure. clam chowder all over them. Like the yeah. it got mushy instantly. So like the fry part was not good, but all in all as a dish Pretty interesting. I wouldn't order it again, but the chatter was good at Fish Time. Also, bad name for a place. Is Fish Time like a fried fish, fisherman's basket? No, chips? it's more of like a modern, like fast casual kind of place where they have like poke, and then they have like a like a fried fish burrito, and like they have like it, and it, it was very highly rated on Yelp, and it wasn't bad. It kind of actually sounds good. They a got beers be for cheap. It. It's it not bad. Like an identity crisis. Where is it in Glendale? It's like on brand, right, right next to Hot Wings Cafe, just north of is. the Americana. I know where that is. So yeah, chowder fries. If we could find a way to make chowder fries good, I would like to eat that. Here's how you make it good: don't use chowder. <laughs> don't oh, that don't use no, 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 no. Don't use fries. Fries are delicious. Do you like? Fr- of course. Do you? But you don't like. You, you don't even like a sourdough bread bowl with chowder. Oh, I hate. You know, several people have asked me that in the last seven days. <laughs> what about sourdough bread bowls? I don't like sourdough bread bowls. Love them. Do you like sourdough bread? I love sourdough bread. Sourdough clam chowder bread bowl is a wonderful But thing. the bread is always bad. Not in San Francisco. When was the last time you had it? Like within And you still months. thought it was good? Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Rough. Well, your opinion is a little biased because you're like a staunch chowder hater, which I is... I yeah. Chowder. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why I would ever be convinced by you. You should not trust bad. any. You shouldn't trust anything that I like or make. Well, I will say no, that's not true. It I, does I, make I, for a good pod, though. You are a fun pod guest. Thanks. So kudos to you. Thank you. Um, what about you? I texted you. Oh, you told. Oh, right. You I told you. Think about that. You got one chambered. Uh, that sounds horrible. That's you got amazing. a little chowder chambered? <laughs> My God. What the hell? What a if you chowder just... chamber? <laughs> yeah, that's what I call bread bowls. Yeah, what if you just out of nowhere were you like, psych, the best thing I ate was chowder. I love chowder. I've been lying this whole time. No. Um, did you guys grow up in LA? Southern California. Oh, okay. Santa Cruz. Um, all right, you said Santa Cruz. Um, sorry that I don't remember anything about... Me. Your life. You gotta lay Fair. off of those doobies, girlfriend. <laughs> Fair. Come on. Um, okay, so the best thing I ate uh, was that last Sunday, this past Sunday, um, my husband and I went to Bandera. Bandera. In West LA, which is a Houston's restaurant. Mm. Oh. Okay. It is my favorite place on the planet. The Houston's is a... This is a Houston steakhouse, and it's a Southwestern-style steakhouse. It has like amazing art, like super, like Mary Ellen Mark photographs and like great collection. Oh, of, shit. Oh, beautiful place. Where, Best where in the sound West Side is it? In the whole of any restaurant ever. And they have a live jazz trio that plays every single night. Wow, Bandera. It's a great place. And we shared a steak. We have like a, an order that we get every time that we go there. Mm-hmm. Caesar the salad. Okay, yeah, yeah. They make their it. Caesar salad with uh, cornbread croutons. Tableside? We sit at the bar. Cornbread um, croutons. Cornbread croutons, Caesar salad. Nice little southwestern flair. It's mm-hmm. delish. Jalapeno cornbread. And then sure. uh, we like to each get a cocktail while we have the Caesar salad. Um, they also do grilled artichokes when they have them with like a zesty dill kind of mayonnaise Aioli. thing. Love that. And then we share a ribeye and it comes with a side of tomatoes. And it's great. 
side of tomatoes. Yeah. That's the only curveball I hear. You don't like tomatoes? I love a tomato, but it's an odd side for a ribeye steak. It's like steak. a tomato salad with like a little blue cheese on it and micro basil. Sounds fun. Okay, it's well, good. that's different than a side of tomatoes. It's like basil oil on it. It's yeah, pretty. okay, that sounds good. Yeah, it's a salad. Okay. It's great. Ribeye is beautiful. Yeah, and the, the Houston's people are known for their ambiance and, oh, yeah. and is, the lighting so nice. is good. The best part about going to Banderas and what makes the food taste better is that it's in West LA and there's a lot of like escort slash cougar action at the <laughs> bar that you get to watch. Oh, really? And it's a beautiful thing to witness in person. It's like one of the last standing wonderful old school places where like, you know, rich white dudes go to meet hot young ladies. So it's a well-preserved cougar sanctuary. Well, it's both cougars and like dudes trying to pick up on on ladies. There's just interesting interactions there. Mm. There's jazz playing, which makes it feel right. Last time we were there, we sat next to this guy who's like a pretty well-known jazz musician, apparently in LA. Someone recognized him. Mm -hmm. So dinner is the show at Bandera. Yeah, (laughs) that was the best. Uh, That sounds great. I want to try to go there. You should go there. I will. It's fun. I'll take a date. Good place for a date. Still don't sit at a table. Only sit at the bar. Got it. What? No, maybe, or maybe, I'll, maybe I need to go solo. Oh, you should. And, coo- and clean up in the coog. You could. In the, happy, in the cougar the happy chamber. happy hour, hour. They don't do happy hour, but like the hour that is happy hour. You is go there a, around 5.45 p.m. It's a good one. It's a good scene. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I like it. I'm in. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, Rucker. Thank you. Great pod. Thanks. You're a real treat. Thanks. If people want to find you online, what's your Instagram? Is that where you're most prevalent? It is Nicole underscore Rucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, go, go on that Instagram. She has cool... It's a lot of photos of my dogs. A lot of photos of her dogs. Every once in a while, you can catch them without vomit nearby. I've never posted a photo of dog vomit. Good for you. It's gross. Way to keep those followers up. Yeah. You can follow me on social media at them jeans, and you can go to thestewpodcast.com where all the website all the websites are living and the podcasts are also living. iTunes is another place where this podcast is available, and you're probably listening to it there. If you like the show, do take a brief moment and click the subscribe button. Give us a nice rating and review. Freeze. Uh by our moms, Karen and Jill. Bye, Jill. Is your mom gonna listen to this, Nicole? She might. Her name is Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Bye, Rachel. Bye, Karen. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 